if I could just earn, you know, a supplemental income just to hold my income, um, that would help. But I realized like that the income was growing significantly on the freelancing side and I really enjoyed it. So why not uh, take the risk? Welcome back to another Side Hustlers Guild podcast episode. Today, we'll be talking to Carl Prinsloo. He is a freelancer and also a course creator. He did start out as a freelancer because he loves doing web design. He actually started out because it was a necessity. So he took a course, learned it, applied it, and grew his freelance business from zero to where it is today. I'm really excited for all of you to listen to this episode because I learned a lot. And I hope you do too. Hey, Carl. Thanks for joining me today. Um, let's just jump into it. How did you get started with your side hustle? Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Athiora. It's great to be here and looking forward to our conversation. So side hustles are actually something I'm really passionate about. And I actually encourage so many people to get started with side hustles because it's often a great way to you know earn an additional source of income and not only that but very often it can also lead to your full-time employment if that's something that some you know that you would like to pursue you know so my my journey into uh, side hustles started with freelancing i am a freelance developer web designer marketer and that's what I do full-time now I've been doing that since 2017 and before that I had a various different jobs but uh, the job that I had before I went full-time freelance was a marketing manager and my side hustle journey essentially started then purely because I needed to earn an additional source of income so that's the 80-20 answer I see 80-20 is actually your book if i'm not wrong right? <laughs> yes <laughs> what was that book about i was 80 and 20 i i read i think I, I saw the title but i didn't really read the the gist of it sure so 80 20 is is based on the concept of or the principle the pareto principle and that is to say that your output comes from you know um or, or, or let me put it this way um 80 percent of your focus or no Am I getting it right? No, okay, I think I know. It's eighty percent of your result should come from twenty percent of efforts. Yes, yes, yes. I, I think okay. I keep getting confused, but it, but it's basically one of the two, and 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 the whole core of it is is just focusing on what matters, you know. And I think so many people, when it comes to freelancing, they can focus on the fluff, as I call it, you know. And this book is talking about. It's a quick read. You know, it's about um, one hour and you read it. I think it's about 60 pages long, plus minus. And you literally learn 80-20 of, of freelancing, you know, without uh, wasting time, just getting straight to it, you know, uh, what freelancing is, what type of services you can offer, how you can price your services, how you can get clients, how you can niche down, how you can scale, how you can outsource, you know. And if that's something that someone wants to do, that's pretty much what, what I help with. That's great. I think I might get that book for myself. Sure. Uh, I did I'll send it to you for, after this. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, I did freelancing for content writing for a while and web design, but only using Wix. I'm not really a coder coder. So I was just mm. like designing using um, 
wix.com. So let's talk about your freelancing because I think that's where your most successful side hustle started, right? I you just posted a a photo of you and your wife, I think. Yes. Uh, and where you started your freelancing journey. Yes. Um, so how do you know what to freelance in, and how do you even get started in that? Good question. So. I think um, just from personal experience, I was in marketing and I knew that many businesses needed marketing services to grow their business, right? But very often, especially in the digital age that we're living in, you need a website. And I did not have that knowledge of web development or web design. Um, So I had to learn it and I learned that on Udemy. But The awesome thing about freelancing is that it's not limited to web design or marketing. I mean, uh, you would know as copywriting and uh, content writers and all that. I mean, so many people earn great, great, uh, never mind livings, but um, salaries and incomes from offering those services. And the services are so broad. I mean, you've got people making good side incomes and good full-time incomes doing pretty much random things, you know. Um, but but in, but in terms of um, web design and web and, and web development, yes, that picture that you're referring to um, that was taken, I think, in 2016. And for some context, I really loved my job, but I just wasn't earning enough to sustain my wife and I. She couldn't legally work at the time because she's a foreigner, and that sort of put a strain on our income. So I thought, okay, how can you know I generate some you know, side income, and my wife actually suggested web development. So I went on Udemy, studied a few courses on Udemy, and I realized that um, that was a good choice and, and suggestion from her because it sort of mixes very well together, right? Um, you know, you can offer once-off service, such as a website, and then you can offer a marketing retainer, which is a monthly marketing service. Um, of you know digital marketing services and you can charge a monthly fee for that so i noticed that a lot of people would only focus on the once-off as web designers and you know just make a website and sort of you know cheers for now and goodbye um whereas yeah and that's it <laughs> yeah yeah where whereas I, I i would sort of look at it as a different opportunity because i think that that's a great opportunity to upsell the client on a monthly marketing retainer and yeah that's pretty much how my journey started um you know from there yeah i like how you said about you love your job and you're just doing this because you need extra money Mm -hmm. because i think that's essentially like side hustles you don't need to hate your job which is something that on social media a lot of people they paint side hustle as like this thing where you hate your job and it's an escape for you but you can actually have both if you want it it really depends on like um what stage you're at and like what you really like and and what you need like essentially so side hustle is is really to like you can choose a side hustle to to work and then potentially leave your day job if that's what you want or you can just use it as a way to supplement your your income and at what level do you think someone should did you 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 didn't quit your job right you're still doing um your marketing role oh no so 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 i I quit my job um in 2017 and i've been a full-time freelancer since then right um but but i I think you mentioned an important point and that is side hustles um 
actually should start out as a passion. It can start out as a passion or it can start out of a necessity. You know, like I want to earn an additional income, for example. And that could also lead to a passion, you know, because, um, for example, for me, um, when I uh, when I was freelancing, I realized that I just sort of wanted to share my journey on my website, Study Web Development. And I just shared what worked for me. And I really found a deep passion in what I do now. And now I'm at the point where I'm also helping others uh, become freelancers. I've got digital products, as you mentioned. And, you know, um, what started as a necessity turns it, turned into a passion. And, I mean, I look at other people who for example, are interested in art or, or inter- interested in crafts or interested in um, making physical items, you know, just because they enjoy it and they want to share the process. And in that process, they find that many people are also interested in that. And there, there also lies opportunity to, you know, create digital products, um, you know, or if, if that's something that you don't want to do, at least just sort of build an audience uh, within that niche, you know. For me, I see that a lot in for Gumroad creators because I'm I myself I'm a Gumroad creator. I think you are as well. Yes. When I think of uh, when I used to think about, sorry about that sound. No worries. <laughs> when I used to think about digital products, I would think of just eBooks and courses. But when mm. I when I saw Gumroad, I realized there's so many ways that you can actually sell and create digital products around your passion. Mm. And mm. that was very that was very eye opening for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think, um, I mean, recently what comes to mind is uh, Daniel Fasalo. He's in the product team at uh, Gumroad and his interest and passion uh, amongst various things, I mean, he sells digital products and everything, but he also started creating uh, cutting boards, you know, like wooden cutting, cutting boards, like let's say to cut your bread on or something, you know. And, and um, he, uh, he was sort of sharing his journey on Instagram and personally, I, I thought it was quite cool. So I said, I will, you know, I would love to buy one. And eventually he had a few people saying the same thing. And I think it was just last week that he actually launched that as a, as a physical product. And that started out as a passion, you know, and, and that was quite... That's actually amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's wow. And I've seen people on um, TikTok where they're just um, documenting like their process of creating a digital art. And a lot of people are like start asking like, oh, where do you get the brush? Or like, like, can you teach me how to draw? And it's so amazing. And that itself leads into a business opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah. like side hustles can start from anywhere, really. Mm. Yeah. And, and uh, two other things, I mean, on, on digital art, I mean, you've got someone like Vigalia who sells uh, Procreate brushes on Gumroad and she does really well. And she also started with that sharing her journey on TikTok, uh, sharing her journey, I think, on YouTube, Instagram, and all that, and built an audience that way. Another one that also comes to mind is Blossom and Roots, or Blossom and Root, singular. Um, and what's interesting about her or, or this business is they sell homeschooling curriculum. And again, that sort of started as, you know, um, someone interested in that and eventually found that there's demand for it, creating digital products and there you go. Nice. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of ways that you can turn your passion into like a side hustle. And then from there, you can actually turn it into a 
full-time business or let's just remain it as a side hustle so yeah. you do have quite a few side hustles right now like you have like based on your website i see that uh your freelancing gig is a rate of eight thousand five hundred per hour <laughs> i think that's a joke right yes <laughs> <laughs> But you also have your podcast, which is the Freelancer Podcast. And you, you're also selling your digital products, teaching people how to freelance. So out of like all your side hustles, which is your favorite? Wow, that's an interesting question. Um, it's an interesting one because I actually, I actually really enjoy what I do. Um, I, I enjoy working with clients, um, trying to help them grow their business. But also I find it very fulfilling teaching others how to fish you know so so that is like sharing like uh, freelancing and it's incredibly rewarding and humbling uh, getting messages to say okay i read your book or hey i went through your course or whatever and it's like i got my first client or hey i'm full-time freelance now or you know all of that and 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 it's really um, encouraging so i would say i enjoy a mix of both Um, i know it sounds weird but um, that's pretty much pretty. Yeah, I think um, I mean, I'm really grateful, you know, for for what I do. I think I've got um, a decent balance um, between everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in, uh, I actually posted a tweet the other day. Um, I mean, in 2018, I was there was a period of, you know, a few months, maybe three or four months where I used to work like one or two hours a day. Um, and eventually i sort of got bored you know and 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 i realized like like i really enjoyed like working you know and 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 finding that balance so now i so so now i would work you know on average between five to eight hours uh worst case uh, per day on average and it's quite flexible i mean like for example this morning i went um, you know to play some tennis uh, went for breakfast uh, with my wife and and uh, an employee um, and just sort of had an easy chilled morning now i'm just going to do some work for about probably another three or four more hours and that's it mm-hmm. you know then then i'll just chill you know so i really i really love what um uh, what i do at the moment sorry i know that was a bit of a long answer <laughs> no no it's fine it's perfect yeah it, it leads me to the next question like how do you actually know that freelancing is something that you wanted to go full-time or in a way that you were working a full-time job and then you were doing uh, freelancing to supplement your income at what point is it that you say like hey this is something that I can actually do full-time and I don't need my job anymore Mm. yeah so so what happened was um, when I was working my full-time job I, um, as I said, I enjoyed it, but uh, the hours were long and I wasn't, um, you know, earning enough. So when I explored freelancing, I realized, wow, um, within a year, I managed to match my full-time income and earn, uh, earn more. And it was about six months after that, that I realized that there's something here. I really enjoy it. I'm working way less hours and I'm earning more. And I'm actually enjoying it more, so let me do it, you know. And I think that that understanding came from just doing it, you know. I mean, I mean, my mindset was like, if I could just earn, you know, a supplemental income, you know, just to help my income, um, that would help. But I realized like that the income was growing significantly on the freelancing side, and I really enjoyed it. So 
why not uh, take the risk? And it was a calculated risk because obviously you can't be stupid and, you know, just like leave some form of security. I mean, I was at that, at that company for about three, three and a half years. And now if my freelancing business did not work, I would be in a lot of financial trouble. So I had to make sure that, um, you know, that I was generating a good recurring income. And then I was also generating um, or, or that I had a lot of savings for, you know, a few months. And then I made the leap. And how many months was that? Like, was it an emergency fund or is that a savings, like a reserve that you set aside for your freelancing in case it doesn't work out? Yeah, so good question. So I recommend what uh, to people what I did. So 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 what I did was I had at least three months worth of um, monthly savings that if I was earning zero for three months, I could still get by. Obviously, it's better if you've got like six months, you know, or a year, but I just didn't have that luxury. And so once I had three months worth of um, income and I was uh, regularly, consistently, earning more than my uh, full-time income monthly based on clients on the side, then I did it. Yeah, I think that that makes sense. Yeah, you shouldn't just jump without like a plan in place, right? Sure. Um, I do have a very... I, I'm not sure whether this is an interesting one, but I read on Gumroad that you dropped out of high school. I had never yes. considered that when I was in school, it's never an option, especially for an Asian family. Um, but I think that there are kids out there right now battling with like that decision right now. Should they stay in school or should they pursue like their passion or like they like a side hustle or, like a business that they have in mind? So what kind mm. what led you to that decision and do you like regret it? Interesting. So first of all, I don't regret it. Um, I think I think my only regret is not leaving school earlier. Uh, okay. <laughs> um. So so um, on. On that, I, I find this an interesting one because um, I, don't, I, I don't agree with the current schooling system uh, worldwide for, um, as a general answer. Um, I think that it's um, very much a conformity thing, you know, and everything's graded based on, you know, um, skills, but not necessarily um, interests or, or passions because uh, we are all different, and, but, yet, but yet school is treated or treats you like a factory uh, uh, almost like an assembly line of like, okay, this group of 30 people, okay, you just miss it by 50%, you know, you got 49. Oh no, sorry, um, you have to repeat, you know, the grade or, you know, the semester or, or whatever you call it. And um, yeah, um, I'm trying to say politely, but I've got some strong views against um, uh, sco sco traditional schooling in that sense, um, because I find that it's not education; it's just schooling very much, and 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 very much it's about like memorizing things, and you actually forget about all of the stuff. Um, so, with that said, in a polite way, um, again, it depends in context about what someone wants to do or they are interested in doing if you want to be a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant of course i mean you need you know certain qualifications and all that but um i actually read i actually read something last week um no it was actually this week sorry um elon musk's uh, school so so elon musk actually um also created a well he's he's on a different level but i mean he cre he hated the schooling system so much that he created his own school for his kids and, and what's interesting about that is there are no grades, you know, 
um, everyone uh, from from like the age of five to the age of 12 is all in the same class and they're all learning the same thing and very practical things and 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 i think that's like true education of like questioning things a lot more knowing that um uh, you know to i mean i remember certain things at school where i would answer certain things and it would actually be correct but it wasn't the technically correct answer you know um so because it's an interesting following a method that they taught you to use yeah right yeah 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 exactly and and um yeah i think i think i just want to circle back to say like um i i believe that um true education depending on what you want if you want to do go go into business or um more into trade or um something like that i would highly recommend experience getting early experience trying to um you know get get mentored by others or uh, shadowed by others even even popular guys like um Gary V for for a lot, the, a lot of those people who who know him he goes as far as to say like just just uh, um intern for a big company that you would like to do or or a person whom you admire for free you know just to get that experience and that willingness you know and he's got some interesting views on on that um but yeah um i don't want to i don't want to sort of repeat myself um uh, you know on that i'm i'm not i'm not a fan of school um i left it for for various reasons um number one i didn't agree with it financially um and there were some personal issues that were that were going on and i was just sort of interested in business um at the time so i just thought it's a complete waste of time and a lot of the people that i knew and know at the time who are successful in in business um for for what is worth for what success is worth um you know they they had no degrees they didn't complete school you know and but yet they are doing much better than doctors and all the rest you know so i found it a waste of time and at what age was that that you realized that you said high school but i think um high school is around 16 18 yeah yeah so 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 it was actually my final year in high school and how it works here in south africa that was my matric year grade 12 and it was actually almost halfway through so i had another 6 more months to go in the examinations and all that and it was during that it was during that process where i'm like it's not for me it's just like oh that's yeah that's not for me i'm just going to leave <laughs> <laughs> okay but it's quite interesting because you said that people should be choosing a like a what they are passionate for but if you're maybe at 12 years old you might not know what you like or like what you like might not actually be what you like you know so hmm. it's quite interesting do you think that like letting people choose what they want to do should come at a later age or is should you just expose them at a young age yeah so so there's some interesting um almost like homeschooling curriculums um or or, or like private schools that are nerve that are very interesting that so for example they would take kids from the age of 6 to about 13 and they don't give these kids homework uh, they don't give the kids um you know these boring tasks for example it would be like for, they might be outside and they might look at a grasshopper and everyone would sort of gather around the grasshopper this little bug and they would ask each student simple questions like where do you think this grasshopper came 
why do you think it's green and not red? You know, um, where do you think it's going? How old do you think it is? You know, and, and, and all of those interesting questions, but again, sort of boiling down to, um, and, and I read on Elon Musk, um, what he does is he opens up, he, he, uh, or let me put it this way, he provides certain education, such as robotics, um, uh, computer sciences, mathematics, and all those in, important actual, actual subjects. But, um, and, and, and he sort of goes through it in a way that's like, uh, not the tra- not the traditional route of like here's a spanner you know this is what a spanner does he would go to a car engine and say hmm let's look at what this is what is a car engine what does it do oh here's a bolt oh what do we need to open the bolt a spanner you know so he sort of flips flips it around and sort of does it that approach um, and then uh, the whole focus is is he um, tries to give a lot of information or topics to kids and expose them to certain things and as they progress they can sort of focus a lot more in that area for example i know that in south africa um, a lot of people from the age of like 16 17 18 they um, you know wanted to be lawyers or doctors and whatever and especially lawyers if they weren't sure and the reason why a lot of the time is um, from movies because if you look at the series, I don't know if you know the series Suits, it's that legal yeah. series, yeah. And a lot of people yeah. had the had this idea that that's exactly what it means to be a lawyer. It looks cool, you know. Only to find that yeah. actually by doing it, the reality is very different. But now the question is, you only really get to the to the actionable, um, practi- practical element of like being an accountant, being a doctor being a lawyer by actually going to those offices and trial and being there for for a year or six months and actually releasing how it is. And that's the point, you know, you, you, you study like all your life. Um, I know so many people who want to be, who study to be lawyers or doctors and accountants within six months, they're like at the job, they're like, this is not for me. And, 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 and I find that's a big problem because I think in your teenage years from the age of 15 to 18, I think everyone should be exposed to, let's say, going to, um, you know, art, going to festival, like like, like music um, uh, concerts, going to business, going to software companies, going to uh, law co- law firms, you know, for a whole like week or two weeks or a month, and just sort of ex- get exposed to the actual real element of education and and life these days, which. Yeah, so sorry, I was rambling a lot there, but that's pretty much my, my no, viewpoint on I, that. I enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's circle back to freelancing. I think we, we veer off way off <laughs> course from freelancing. We talk about a lot about finding your passion and being in a job that you don't really like. Side hustle and freelancing is one way where you can actually start working on your passion without leaving your job because you do need that financial mm. security. And yeah. what is one thing about freelancing? that I should have asked you, but I didn't. For some reason, I missed out. <laughs> Interesting question. Um, I think, um, I'll put it this way, uh, I've got a community of freelancers and, and, and I find that the question that I deal with a lot has to do with mindset or um, certain um, ways of thinking, perhaps, that is just not correct. Okay, so what do I mean by that? I mean that so many people think that 
because I know X, Y, and Z knowledge, you know, about coding or marketing, you know, I should get paid a lot more than someone who just knows basic, you know, web, uh, you know, coding or, or marketing. And that's one element that, that I'm dealing quite a lot uh, with at the moment to help people understand that all you need is a basic understanding of like how to create a website, know some marketing uh, knowledge to get a marketing retainer and just start selling, you know, just start getting out there and get out of your comfort zone and adapt and improve as you go. You're not going to have all the answers. I mean, I'm speaking to a guy recently. He's been in the group for about an hour. I asked him, how is his journey going? He hasn't got his first client yet. I asked him, what has he done? Now I've reached out to like 10 clients, you know, and it's like, but, but yet his focus is just on like trying to have the perfect website and he's asking me like every month, oh, what should I put the website here and what should I, and it's like, you know, you're missing the bigger picture of like, um, actually getting started of trying to approach clients. So just for those people who, who maybe may have knowledge, uh, regardless of what the topic is. I would suggest that the real learning comes in by doing. So that 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 principle applies to freelancing. It applies to most everything uh, in life. You know, that's the way to learn. That's the way to grow, to take risks, to feel uncomfortable. I mean, the I mean, isn't isn't that the mere or the the understanding or almost definition of growing? You're getting out of your comfort zone. You're doing something you're not used to. You know. So embrace that. And the more that you embrace that challenge, the more you'll grow and learn in freelancing and in everything else. And how do you, you talk about mindset and how do you think someone can actually improve their mindset when it comes to freelancing? That's an interesting one um, because I think that we all have different mindsets and personalities and approaches. That's also, uh, on a practical note, um, you know, um, we think differently about things based on how we grew up, where we grew up, um, you know, do we have kids, you know, uh, and, and, and various other, um, you know, so, uh, things, schooling and education, all that type of stuff. But um, mm-hmm. I think I, I think that, um, the, how can I say, a successful freelancing mindset is one who focuses on the right things, doesn't focus on the fluff, who's able to handle rejections because the truth is that especially at the beginning of your freelancing career, you are going to get a lot more no's than yeses. Mm. And it's about having the right mindset to be able to deal with that, you know, disappointment um, to actually uh, persevere and to keep going, you know. Um, I mean, for example, I shared something, uh, I think it was this week, where it was a graph of my freelancing journey or my income freelancing journey from 2015 and it was started small in 2016 and then you know just went up but there was an important point there and that was at 2016 I almost gave up you know um, for because I just thought ah, it's a bit too slow or you know all that stuff but I, I'm, I'm kind of yeah yeah and and I mean you had to make so many uh, compromises I mean working late nights weekends uh, not going out, you know, um, and and various other things. But it's like, what? But but the question comes in: Will skills help you, 
during that point or will mindset and attitude help you during that point? And I would argue that it's your mindset and attitude. And, and, and that's where I think so many people go wrong or that they miss it because that is such a crucial element of like pushing through, you know. And um, yeah, so that's my two cents on that. Yeah, I think that that's that makes sense because like let's say someone has a lot of skills and knowledge but that doesn't have the right mindset to take action. They'll always mm. just have skills and knowledge and not do anything about it. But compared to someone who doesn't maybe doesn't have the skills right now, but has the mindset to keep learning and then keep implementing and just doing it. Like in one year's time, like person B would outshine person A. Yeah. So yeah, I think mindset is really important and um yeah, that's also what something that I am working on as well. It's some it's especially if you are new, you might not have the right mindset, but that shouldn't stop you. You should continue to learn and improve your mindset. Hmm. If I can also if I can sorry, if I can just mention one thing and and I think it also ties in with schooling because schooling in a way also teaches you that failing or failure is completely wrong. It's unacceptable. You know, getting a D where you should have got an A, that's just completely unacceptable, you know, and you're stupid, you know. Whereas in the real world, especially when it comes to business, embracing failures is actually a good thing because eventually you will uh, uh, your failures lead on to something good because you are learning along the way and i think that that mindset and attitude is also important so that's probably my my parting advice i hope you guys found that call valuable and there's a few lessons that you can pick up along the way I'll link all of Carl's social media accounts and websites in the description. I hope you guys go and check him out. Uh, he's a really great guy. He knows what he's talking about. And if you're interested in freelancing, do check out his courses. I believe you can really learn a lot. And you can even choose that to be your side hustle. 